Welcome to episode 50 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, we cover chapters 33 through 35 of Tracy Wolf's Covet. And in this episode, we are celebrating our 50th episode with a giveaway. Very, very exciting for those of you who have been waiting to win one of our Crave Faction hoodies. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Episode 50. We're halfway to 100. We're so old now. I feel old. I feel old and wise. It's been 84 years. Wait, when was our first episode? I'm I'm like looking. September 1st was our first episode. Yep. We've not even been going a year yet. Almost, though. Very close. 50 episodes and not even... Two weeks. We're we are rocking and rolling. Guys, we're going to do a giveaway for this episode as well. To <laughs> we, should, we should have done the 52nd episode, really. That should have been a year. But hey. But yeah. hey. That's, that's true. But, you know, 50 just sounds prettier. <laughs> and it makes the hashtag that we came up with so much better. Um, it does. So, guys, we're going to be giving away one of our Crave hoodies. Uh, I'll go ahead and flash those on the screen for those of you who are watching on YouTube. Just be aware, we do get messages from people, or maybe maybe Amber doesn't, I do, from people who are like, oh, I want to buy one. We can't sell them. That would be in violation of Entangled Teens and Tracy Wolf's copyright. So you can only get one if you enter the giveaway. And to enter that giveaway, you need to be following us on Instagram at Crave Series Aesthetic. Uh, our last giveaway, we did it in our Facebook group. So we decided to go ahead and do this one on Instagram and we'll bounce between the two because we know some of you don't use both and we want to make it fair um so instagram you're going to want to take a photo of yourself either watching the video or or listening to the podcast or um a screenshot of the podcast screen so we can see the crave the book podcast logo it doesn't matter how you do it just either take a, a screenshot of this episode and post it on your timeline or take a photo of yourself. And make sure that you tag us by using the hashtag CravePodcast50. 50, 50, the numbers not spelled out. So CravePodcast50. Um, that way we can find your posts. I should also note not to put these in your stories because God knows over the next seven days, Amber and I are not going to be keeping track of who tagged us in their stories when they only last 24 hours. So you want to post this in your feed, okay? And if you don't want to keep it there, then after the giveaway is over, you're free to delete it. I know some of you have really pretty stylized feeds, um, but this is the best way we could think to host it. So take a photo or screenshot of the p- Crave the book podcast screen that way we can see the logo and make sure that you use hashtag crave podcast 50 and we will be drawing a name on the 23rd so you only have until the 23rd to enter today is the 17th which is the day the night that this episode will be airing we're a little slow getting this episode out um and then we will announce our winner on our episode that will air on the 24th so you'll have to Woo! you'll have to tune in and listen. I, I also want to point out that we've been having some distribution issues with Spotify. For those of you who noticed that the episode didn't post 
last week. It is available now on Spotify. I had to go in and refresh some things, but if there's ever an issue with the podcast, tag me, Starla Moore, in our Facebook group, which is Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room. And if you tag me there and let me know that there is an issue or that it didn't post um, at least by Wednesday night, then I know that it, I need to go in and mess around with some things. So was it an API issue? No, it was something I had to some, they told me I had to like refresh some data or something. I don't know. <laughs> I kept the email. They just sent me Clear a link. The cookies. Yeah. No cookies. I, I was just like, okay, click, click, click this link and it'll fix it. And it did. So, uh, all well. right. So uh, let's go ahead and jump in in today's wait, episode. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. Let's go ahead and not jump in. Let's go. I see 50 episodes and I still can't freaking remember how this works. It's because it's because it's we uh we have the non-spoiler topics. We have Facebook group, the giveaway, and then we jump straight in rather than the memo to new listeners is at the top. Yeah, we need to we need to re reconfigure our our yeah template. <laughs> Amber, uh, in the event that some, you know, 50, 50 episodes, that sounds like one that people would want to listen to for the first time. So in the event that this is your first time listening to the podcast and you're only here because you want to enter our giveaway, which is fine, but we do hope that you'll stick around. Uh, there's a specific sound that you want to listen out for. Amber, do you want to tell them what that sound is? I do, Starla. Look at what you're like, probably like talk show hosts. Now. I know, right? <laughs> and back to you back in the you. studio. <laughs> Uh, uh, so you you guys you need to be listening out for the wolf howl it happens around the midway point of each episode and it is to signify when we have spoken about the chapters for today everything after the wolf howl will be a spoiler it will be a topic based on the chapters that we've read or it might be something that has happened like a screenshot sneaky screenshot from from tracy that we might have seen or something um and if you haven't read up to court, I would drop out of the podcast at the Howl and come back later because we don't want to ruin any books for you, uh, especially as court is so full of like revelations. Absolutely. Crazy theory busting nonsense. I didn't even have any spoilers in this episode, but I see that you did. So that's good. That's good. I added it for both of us. Perfect. You you pulled you pulled the lead. I didn't add any notes to the thing. So. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, so last we left off, Grace and Hudson were hanging out in Grace's room, and Hudson had leaned over Grace, and Grace thought he was going to kiss her, but he ended up just grabbing the laptop, and she was like, "Oh," um, and then and then. Grace tells Hudson that she was going to turn on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he was like, the what? <laughs> so I'm just wondering, yeah. is Buffy... Have you ever watched Buffy? Um, I have, but it's one of those, it was so cheesy to me that I would, if it was on in the background, it would just, I wasn't paying attention to it. Yeah. It was so I mean, corny. I, I think that, like, it was... <sighs> Before CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah. It's one of those shows that, like, if you put it on now, it doesn't stand the test of time to yeah. new people. But if you've, if you watched it when it first came out, that has that nostalgia, kind of like X-Files. Mm-hmm. 
where like if you watched it when it first came out it's like oh this is nostalgic i love this but then you watch it back and you're like ooh, oh that's bad <laughs> yeah sometimes the memory of something is better than the thing we've noticed that going back and watching a lot of 90s movies like 90s comedy with like adam sandler we're like oh yeah i love that movie when i was a kid and then we go back and we watch it and we're like oh this is cringe <laughs> oh yeah no i had the same but with white chicks I forced oh, my yeah. husband to watch White Chicks. He was like, I want to watch White Chicks because you talk about it all the time. And I'm like, when I talk about it all the time, I mean, I bring up specific quotes from the movie when they're relevant. Like, I'm about to go do something and I have a weird thing in my hand and I shove it in Scott's hand and I go, hold my poodle. <laughs> <laughs> really stupid, but it's the kind of saying that, you know, just kind of infiltrates your normal life. <laughs> Tell. That's um, how we are with yeah, that seventies show. We we oh, are, we oh. quote that seventies show a hundred times a day. It's so bad. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I I feel like maybe he uh, like Hudson wouldn't have known that what she meant was that it was like a drama. It was a like a a teen flick rather than like a horror show. She's like. Uh, yeah, it's about a vampire slayer. Maybe he thinks it's like, you know, like ghost, but like ghost tours. I was like, I was like, maybe it's the equivalent of horror real. movies for them because. Like a documentary. Just like, uh, like, um, you know, the big hillbilly men that go out into the, like the forests to go and find Bigfoot and they're like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> and it's nothing. <laughs> Yeah, and and then they're like, it's the end of the 45-minute long episode, and they're like, until next time on Monster Hunter. (laughs) You didn't catch anything. (laughs) They never do. (laughs) You saw a bit of mud and went, this is definitely poo. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's America for you. That's America for you. (laughs) Um, So I I had a snicker about the Disney Plus. Hudson apparently he 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 wanted to veto the idea of watching Buffy and he, he surprised Grace by taking over and clicking on Disney Plus. And I always I always look at these references that okay, what happens like 20 years in the future when kids are you know reading these books? And they're not understanding, like, what the heck is Disney Plus? What is, what is that? And, and the reason I say that is because, as you know, I'm rereading Twilight. And there have been so many times when I'm like, Bella, just text Edward. And I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, that's, you have to use a payphone. I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> like, I keep forgetting that, oh, yeah. And there's all these, there's all these references of, like, you know, I was in my car listening to a CD. Like, yeah. Just, I, I think that someday the Disney Plus reference is going to go right over somebody's head. But I yep. do love that Tracy throws in things that are so insanely modern. I was I was reading um, Crave to Taylor, and uh, we had a laugh about there was a, a Baby Yoda reference. <laughs> and, and we laughed. Was, um, I, I referenced um, Love Film the other day. Did you have Love Film over there uh-uh. where you would rent the DVD and it would arrive in the post? <laughs> oh, that was Netflix for us. Really? Oh, you, you, so, oh, that is where Netflix came from. So we had Love Film um, where like you would choose a film online and then they would send it in the mail. Oh, and yeah. then you would forget to return it 
And then they would be like, do you just want to buy this DVD? And you go, yeah, I'll just just buy it. Um, It was like the in-between of Blockbuster and Netflix. Yeah, we had those and we have those red boxes. Do you have red boxes? Red boxes. Yeah, they're like at gas stations. There'll be like this booth. It actually looks like one of the red, like little British phone booths. But you walk up to it and it's got a screen and you can run a movie and it dispenses it out to you. And then you mm-hmm. you got to take it back to the red box and stick it back <laughs> when you're done with it. So it's basically a video store, but without needing to interact with humans. Yeah. It's like an ATM of videos. Speaking of, of Brits, Grace had mentioned that uh, the grilled cheese was really good. And she's like, well, did you watch a Gordon Ramsay video? And... Um, Hudson had said, "Yeah, well, you know, us Brits, we got to stick together. I'm like, do you Brits really st- need to stick together? Is that, N- no. Is that how you guys no. think over Actually, there? Like, well, although, um, so if I was to watch a recipe being cooked by an American chef, a lot of the conversions don't make sense to me. Uh, a lot of the foods that you would mention aren't the same as what I like when when you were describing the difference between Cool Whip, the other ones that I can't even remember. Ready Whip and Cool Whip. Yeah, like we don't have any of that. We just have whipped cream. Oh, okay. And squirty cream. So if you like the Ew. difference between whip, so you've got whipped cream, which is where you actually have to whip it yourself with a whisk from like double cream. That's whipping cream. For us. Yeah, but we don't have, we can't just buy whipped cream. Oh. Um, and then we have squirty cream, which is like out of the aerosol can and it's like really sugary and thick. Yeah, that's ready whip. Ew. Squirty cream. Yuck. <laughs> I don't like that at all. But yeah, like there are certain terms that if we're watching a, um, a YouTube video or, or just a movie in general, there are certain terms that we just I have no idea what you're on about. But because, we can kind of assume what you mean. We can kind of work it out. You can use context um, clues. Yeah, but then I'm thinking, like, all he's doing is making a grilled cheese, so it can't be that. No. Difficult. Um, and then, yeah, and, and then I was like, wait a minute. It ain't a grilled cheese if a Brit made it. It's definitely a cheese toasty. Um, Gordon Ramsay would not be making none of those grilled cheeses. Nope. Oh, no, absolutely not. I've I've not actually had a grilled cheese. Oh my god, I make the best grilled cheese. I do I do like my good bread, but then I do Havarti and avocados on it. It's so good. You have what and avocados? Havarti. It's like a white the white cheese that's often used in macaroni and cheese when you get like a white mac and cheese. It, it, it's really melty. It's very good. Uh, yeah, we I, uh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, Amber doesn't have Havarti. What? <laughs> Mr. Moore does, down does here. Does Havarti went, make you fart? Does Havarti make you sparty? Oh, yeah. And she said that they're, they're, they're uh, like ready whip that comes in a can. Mm-hmm. She, they call it squirty cheese. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. No, it's squirty cream. Oh, squirty cream. I'm sorry. That That's making You have squirty cheese. We do not have squirty cheese. Huh? We do not have squirty cheese. Squirty you cheese. are the ones with cheese in a can. <laughs> we do cheese whiz. We're, we're that on. sounds like you're peeing out cheese. Speaking of pee. <laughs> 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 I 
I've got to grab these these transitions when I hear them. My favorite. This is <laughs> a great segue. <laughs> great segue. Uh, Hudson, man, I can't even. Why did he get? Why did he get testy? I can't even remember. He got sassy with Grace, but well, he was talking about like, well, I've got to, I've got to make sure that my uh, my Wibbert stay together. And then he's like, why is is it not good? And then she goes, oh, it's delightful. And then she starts going, I haven't, I haven't had something this good since. And then realized that she meant since her parents died. Yeah. And then. Don't remember. (laughs) He was, he was touchy about something. Can't remember. Hudson got sassy, but she said, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what happened because her line overshadowed all of it. She said, who peed in your cup of blood? (laughs) He's like, excuse me? (laughs) What did you just say to me? She was like, oh, you know, like, who peed in your cornflakes? But since you don't eat cornflakes and... I, have you ever had to explain a joke to somebody and it just, the joke gets less funny? Yeah. 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 He's just like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. And you think that it was a really clever joke and they're like, I don't get it. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and it gets it gets worse because Hudson starts to like explain like oh no I I usually like my blood fresh like I like it I like it warm and then Grace like grabs her neck and he like side eyes her and catches her like touching her neck and then he his pupils get all blown out and I'm like imagine if everything edible that was edible to you made you horny because I mean it does I like food. Well, not all food. I'm not eating sushi and just like making sushi while I'm eating sushi. But (laughs) (laughs) but like when you're a vampire, there has to I mean, I guess if it's in a cup, it's not a big deal. But if you're if you are eating your meals in its purest form, which would be warm from a human body, would that not is that. I guess I guess it just depends. I guess it depends on who you're feeding. I'm, I'm from. hoping that um, that Tracy acknowledges all of the questions that we've had burning inside us since Twilight. Of like, okay, so he gets all like scared. He's going to eat her if she has a paper cut. So what happens at her time of a month? Like, what what happens? Like, oh yeah, does he just refuse to see her and things like this? And I'm like, I I, I want these answers. Yeah, because Stephanie Meyer went back and answered all those. Did she? Yeah, Stephanie <laughs> Meyer answered like why why the vampires in Twilight like didn't freak out over menstrual blood. Like she had she has answers for it's different epi- kind of blood. It is that's not edible blood. That's that's what she said too. That it was that it was <laughs> different. That it was a oh, different type. So that yeah, she's such a Mormon. Tracy could write a whole book just answering these questions and and sell it. Yep, I yeah. buy it. I'd buy specifically to answer the questions in the podcast. I want to know. I want to know. I've got, we've got so many good questions. I don't remember even like, I, I actually don't remember any of them. Well, because it, does, it doesn't sound like uh, any of the humans are, are in particular danger because they, they don't go feral like the vampires in Twilight. So Jackson maybe there's does more once. of a sexual element. That's because of the tea. Well, and after the Mark and, and Quinn incident in Crave, he 
uh, Jackson tastes Grace's blood on her finger, and then he he like yells that she needs to get away and that she needs to leave. He starts to maybe because his fangs were going to come out, and she was like going to then know where she was. Oh. Yeah, that, that might make yeah. sense that maybe he just didn't, because at that point she didn't know about the paranormal. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to scare you. Like, we're in the middle of a corridor. And right. I just threw two men over you, and then I've eaten your blood. And now I'm like, mm, num, num, num. maybe you should leave before my dick comes out. Before I want more of that tasty yeah. neck juice. Tasty, tasty hemoglobin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a taster for some hemoglobin. Mm. Num, num, num. Um, so Grace and Hudson start having a, a bit of a moment where Grace, she's finally like, you know. Well, she asks, she, she's like, how could the blood letter, how could the, my parents have made a, a choice like that for me? Like, how could they have removed my choice? with this blood letter and um Hudson was he says well you did choose because you wanted to be mated to Jackson otherwise the mating bond would have never worked yeah um and then she goes oh so I had to have made that choice myself and so did you choose me and he goes really quiet and then he says the best line any man can ever say to that question yeah, he said, how Adorable. could I not want to be mated to my best friend? And I'm just like, oh, no. I knew you were incredible from the moment we met. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it, and, and it it gave me such feels when I read it that I immediately went and posted the quote on our um, on our Instagram today, like okay. right, right after I read it, because I was just like, oh. And then, and then Grace, because of that, she's just like, maybe we could not get the crown. And he's like, well, what, what about the unkillable beast? Like, well, no, she's like, well, we'll do the unkillable beast because we said we do it. But then we could just kind of like leave it. Yeah, not do anything with it. And then he, okay. my favorite was his response to that. She was like, do you not want to use the crown? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is all for it. And then... Like, is, is that what you want, Grace? And she's like, well, yeah. Is it what you want? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then she's oh, still yeah. having this internal debate. Like, he doesn't really... Uh, there's something between us. Like, I I know he doesn't love me, but there's something... But Like, shut up, you dummy. God, you're <laughs> a little dummy. Oh, my God, she's such a dummy. Yeah. yeah. And then they and then we get them like leaning into each other. Well, Hudson wants to kiss her. He like leans forward, but then she, you know, stops him and she's like, oh, "Can we take things slow?" And he says, "Yes." But then as he starts to like lean back, she grabs onto him and pulls him forward to kiss him. And then freaking Jackson comes and fang blocks them at the door. He growls as well. Yeah. Why do they always growl? Like, what kind of growl? Like, I I always think of, like, how awkward those scenes in Twilight are. Like, reading that a man growls sounds great when you read it, but in any TV show or movie, it's never done well. No. And I think that it's because they, they, they either dub in an animal sound... And it's just awful. Or 
they ask the human actor to attempt their best oh. role, which is equally as awful. Oh, and I-, I think they need to kind of go for like an idea of, okay, why don't we go for a new sound, like a completely new sound that that signifies a human growl. Yeah. And we'll do that. What I, um, I was watch. I quit watching them. I need to continue, but I was watching the, um, the twilight effect podcast with Ashley green who played Alice and mm-hmm. her friend. <laughs> they, they do a, they do a podcast and they bring on like the cast, but they were talking about how Catherine Hardwick, the director of the, the first twilight movie, when they first got cast, she got them all together and made them get on the ground and crawl around and act like cats to practice, to get in character. And she like made them crawl all around hissing at each other. And I'm like, oh, can you imagine? <laughs> That's like why I could oh, never, great. everybody was like, oh yeah, drama class is great. Drama, you should do drama. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to look stupid. I don't have it in me to do things that are stupid because someone, if someone tells me to do something stupid, I will not do it. I was always that kid where when you play with your friends and they're like, did you ever have a bossy friend that was like, okay, now say this. Okay. Now, now you're, you're playing, you know, as the cat. So you need to meow. Okay. Go ahead and meow. Like, (laughs) like, no, you freaking weirdo. I'm not going to do that. But if I'm doing something weird of my own power, I'll be weird as hell. I don't care about that. I can't follow. <laughs> I cannot follow weird directions. No, absolutely. And I, like, I, I think that like maybe the directors have an idea in their head as to what they want, but there is only so much that a human is capable of doing naturally. Yeah. Before it's just like, oh, no. yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. So could uh, you just stop that and not do that? That would be great. Yeah. um so the reason that jackson jackson showed up with the order because they had just gotten back from the vampire court in london and they found out that um basically hudson had an order for his arrest for persuading uh students to kill each other the year before but if he stays on Catmere grounds, he can't be arrested. He can only be arrested if he leaves the grounds. And I'm like, you, not that I want Hudson to be arrested, but you can't be arrested at school for persuading students to kill each other. You can't, like, students that were in the school, it just sounds counterproductive to lock a hostile student in the school when he's being arrested for making students kill each other, it just, <laughs> it just sounds, it sound it doesn't sound like, doesn't sound productive, doesn't sound good. No. No. And the way that um, Mackay describes the prison mm-hmm. as well, because like she then manages to squirrel out the answer because no one is, no one is telling her what exactly the prison is about. And um Eventually, it's Mackay that's the one that she kind of does these dagger eyes at. Like, you tell me. You'll you tell t- me. You, t- you tell me. And um, he says it's like, um, it's, it's essentially Dante's Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, oh, I see. So we're not just going to prison. We're going to purgatory before we die. And we have no chance of escape. And um, 
Yeah, and uh, she's like, okay, so H- Hudson's going, but I- I'm I'm the goddamn gargoyle queen, bitch. <laughs> and they're like, no, nah, I love, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this is the first time she's declared it, like she's just owning the title and everybody's like, no, no, you're not. Yeah, now it suits me. I've decided I do have power. I do have responsibility. Give me that throne. And uh, yeah, they're like, nah, you've got to be coronated first and that ain't happening. She She's still... She ain't been coronated at all, has she? Is that where nope. is, is there going to be like a grand coronation at some point? Is there a crown? Is there a crown? Do they have a crown? Because a coronation is be- it, they have a crown, right? Well, well, she said that they wanted so she told the group that they were planning to go find the crown, and they're like, "No, you'll get your crown during coronation." And she's like, "No, not that crown, the other crown." So, obviously, there is going to be a crown. Maybe it's the one that's on the cover of Cherish. Maybe. Maybe. Because I thought that was the crown crown. The crown. But then... Uh... Mm. Wait. Spoilers. No. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> say, say crown. Crown? What do you color with? A crayon. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why is that funny? No. <laughs> British people are funny. Crayon, <laughs> crayon, crayons. I color with crayons. And uh, what do you call um, the big bird that flies with like newborn babies? Stork. <laughs> I was gonna say a crane, and then I realized how wrong I was. <laughs> A crane what is bringing you, what the What do you call the big, tall things that lift really heavy objects? <laughs> uh, a crane. A crane. <laughs> oh, <God>. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so we hear about the watch, which is apparently who is out looking for Hudson, and we hear about the prison. Um, and Amber, I, I, if you want to take your note... <laughs> Yeah, I like, um, like, I, like they're talking about the watch and that they're like paranormal police. I'm like, where's that spinoff? Oh my god, make it like I want cops. That spinoff. Oh my god, like a cop show. Yeah, but paranormals. Oh my god, and it's not just their paranormals; they're catching paranormals because they've been doing paranormal crimes. <laughs> I want to see them chase a giant, and it's just like. He's like jumping over fences, but it's just really like melodramatic because he's so big he can just step over them. Meanwhile, like all these little paranormal cops are like having to jump full force. I like the fact that they're doing like a sting operation and then they end up like doing that. Like, what what's that stuff called where you roll it across a road? <laughs> what spike strips? Tires like popped. <laughs> just like a giant slope running along, and then they run this like spike strip and it's like oh, it's like stepping on a Lego for him. Like ah. <laughs> The bust bust like a meth lab, but it's a bunch of cracked out witches <laughs> making weird potions. <laughs> wingo nights gone wrong. <laughs> oh, Amber, this you should write this. Illegal book. wingo nights. Wing- <laughs> I love it. Oh, such a good idea. This is no no, there's gonna be that new um Entangled is having that new publishing company for new adult books. We should tell Tracy to uh to add this it'll be in the crave universe but be a more adult <laughs> adult book in there yep 
That's great. Um, <laughs> it would be like introduced like, he's a nut shouldn't take cup, the cuddly inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's his first day on the job. It would be amazing. I think. I think. I think that we're onto a winner. I do too. I think we've. If not, if not a book, then at least like a Netflix series that fails <laughs> after one season because everybody watches it and they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I love the illegal Wingo rings. I think that'd be sort of really yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So we find out. Basically, there's this back and forth. Everybody's thinking that Grace is crazy. I, I didn't make note of it, but everybody's like dissing Grace's idea. And Grace is like, no, no, you're right. That's stupid. And Hudson's like, no, like, don't listen to them. You don't got to listen to them, which I really liked. I really liked that he stood up for her in front of everybody. Because normally, like, when you got a dude and a group of dudes, it's like, as a female, sometimes you're the one who gets walked on in the group. I think that every girl... Yeah, you shut up, but, fucking women. Yeah. like well, all right. That, it's like you don't, you don't get considered in conversation as much. You almost have to be an absolute bitch to assert yourself in a conversation when you're with a bunch of, like, dudes. Um, yeah. And sometimes you do genuinely do embarrass yourselves because you do put forward like suggestions. I, I've done it before where like I genuinely have suggested the stupidest solution ever. And my husband has to just sit there and go, are you all right? Are you, are you okay? Do you want to, do you want to think that one through? <laughs> and uh, yeah, but then there have also been times when I have come up with the best solution. And then that, I think they suddenly snap to attention and go, but damn it, why don't we have that either? Yeah. Now we're embarrassed. Meanwhile, <laughs> I suggest sometimes, oh, if you can't get it into that parking space, why don't you get out and reverse it in? What? <laughs> <laughs> Scott just stared at me like, do you want to think that from through? <laughs> it works like a charm. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, well, we could just take take pull the handbrake off and push it in. <laughs> It'll work. He's like, yeah, how are we going to put the handbrake back on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> so Hudson stands up for Grace a little bit, and basically everybody is trying to figure out, like, okay, well – we need to figure out how to break this magical cuff. Like we got to go to the, we got to go to the unkillable beast to get the crown. But the only way to do that is to turn him back into a human. And the only way to do that is to break his chains, but we have to go to find somebody called the blacksmith to be able to do that. Cause he made the chains and um, Hudson has been doing some research and he knows that apparently giants are known for their metal work so they decide okay we need to go to see some giants and uh grace makes a reference about jack and the beanstalk and hudson doesn't get the children's book reference which already happened once what what was the other children's book reference that he didn't get in our last episode there was a, uh, there was another really simple like children's book reference that went over his head. I don't know. Will it be in our? It will it be on our notes. From no, last we week? didn't. We didn't note it. Ah, I can't remember. But the the point is that Hudson doesn't get any of the references because he didn't have a childhood. 
No. That's why he doesn't understand all these little cute references. Aww. And then, to make matters worse, Grace, the little biatch, she tells everybody, okay, I'm, I want you all out of my room. I'm going to eat my cold grilled cheese and drink my Dr. Pepper. So all of you get out. And then Hudson like looks at her and she's like, nope, you two out. I'm like, no brat. <laughs> he just made you a grilled cheese. And you almost kissed. And yeah, he's, he said he would go to prison for you. Stood up for you. And now you're sending him away. And he not only said, yes, he would be willing to take it slow, even though he was, like, begging for it. He also said that um, she was his best friend and that how, how could he not want to be mated to her? Surely if anybody is able to say, look, Hudson, like, I know what was about to happen last, like, before they all came in. I need a moment to process and can we not? continue that until later i i just need a night you're welcome to stay but i need you as a friend as a mate not to kiss and he probably would have gone absolutely yeah then she kicks him out poor boy what a brat yep yeah yeah well I think we are good to get on to our spoilers. Yeah. What the hell was that? That was our new jingle. Oh. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Feel free to. I can see your little face, the little teeny weeny weeny speech bubble. Yeah, because I'm t- I'm reminding myself that forty minute, <laughs> forty one minutes is where I need to put the spoiler warning so i don't fur so i don't forget all right you are the only one with spoilers so that that's all you girl that's all you so do you think that the description of the prison by makai was accurate um they said that you would be tortured based on your like earthly sins like based on the sins that you committed before and i mean yeah i guess for somebody if if we're talking about strictly like how makai described it from somebody who has never been there and how like you know how it it might be whispered about by those who haven't been there yeah i guess it's decently accurate yeah like I i feel like he he downplayed it and yet also described it well. Like, I think that I, I obviously read that description when it first started and then they did get to the Ethereum and I was like shocked by just how accurate he was, but I'd forgotten what he'd said about the prison. Um, and kind of thought that maybe it was a bit more of a metaphor than actual torture. Uh huh. Um, or at least like it was going to be physical torture. And then like Grace goes in thinking like, I'm just going to be beaten up. It's going to be fine. I'm made of stone, not actual mental, emotional torture. You know, sustained as well. This was another one of those parts where I was suspicious of Makai when I read Covet because we had heard from Tracy that there was going to be some betrayal 
Um, and I got really suspicious of Mackay. And, and this is just another one of those moments that made me suspicious of him because he seemed to know a lot about the prison. And, you know, I was thinking about it. We have even even Phoenix was talking about how she refuses to believe that it was um, Liam who betrayed them because even even to the end, Liam was saying, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, like, he was killed. The next book, Cherish, is going to be about them trying to go to the Shadow Realm to find a cure for Mackay because he was bitten by a spidey bug during the, um, the monster taffy, like, trials. Yeah. So... Do you think maybe Mackay, like maybe the the whole Liam thing was to throw you off and that it was actually Mackay the whole time and Liam was telling the truth since he knew the prison so well? I think that the only betrayal that there actually was was Maurice or Marissa or however we were supposed to say her name. Um, I don't think Liam or Mackay betrayed them because... Cyrus wasn't privy to any information that wasn't already known, really. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Liam would have given him way more of a advantage knowing things. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with, with Phoenix, but I also don't think that anybody betrayed them, apart from Maurice, who was called Hyde Knob. Yeah, because yeah, Tracy said there was a betrayal, and yeah. and that what and that and if that were the case, it would have been two betrayals. But Liam was I, if you were at the end of your life and you knew that you were about to die, like you would, I I I would think that most people would just fess up in that moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you do you would you wouldn't spend the last minute like claiming your innocence unless you were genuinely innocent yeah hmm. because at that point what's the point what's what's the point in in denying it if you are gonna die you're not gonna be like oh, no no i didn't i promise was is that gonna save you it's not gonna save you no maybe we'll find out in the last book yeah all right um, and then uh, my last note was um, Hudson really did miss that one chance to kill Cyrus with the element of surprise because Cyrus didn't know that he was still alive. And because he didn't take it, um, he thinks that he's going to be able to kill Cyrus, but it's actually all left up to Grace to deal with that, like, deal out the punishment. And um, she doesn't even kill him. Yeah. And... Which is the worst mistake, you know when you know when people go like, oh yeah, like this is big, big bad evil, and then like you get the chance and you're like, no, maybe they're too for redemption, maybe death's too good for them, so I'm going to put them somewhere where they can never, they're going to escape. Yeah, absolutely, every time. Escape. Like it's it, it, when it comes to like fantasy and you know. It, it, they or or horror movie bad guys like they always get out in in the real life like i get it you know i if if you want to take all the all the real life bad guys and lock them up forever i do think that being locked up forever is a worse punishment than 
dying. If- Especially with your wife who absolutely hates you. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, Grace and Hudson were locked together and Grace hated him. Yeah, but I've it was it was like, underway. What if, what if there's a little bit of Stockholm syndrome eventually is going to happen in the? But it was under different terms. Maybe they had like a VR headset. <laughs> <laughs> they, they... I'm wondering whether the blood letter like just distorts her version of reality in that cave because like what power does that involve for her to just go? Okay, I have knitted furniture now. Um, oh, you're right. Cause like she, how, how, how does that happen? She can't leave that cave. So where is she getting all that new, that new stuff? I don't know because she changes it a lot. Like every time they go there. Yeah. I wonder if there's any significance to how she changes it. Like, is there any, was it, is it just random or is there like some inner puzzle piece for why she I don't know because I think she changed she changed it based on the seasons but how would she know what the seasons were if she couldn't leave I mean I'm assuming since there's wards outside she's able to like go to the door but in Alaska you wouldn't know what month it is does she have a phone does she have a mobile I don't think so do you reckon she has like a palm pilot <laughs> you would you your reception not just in She's not in Alaska. She's up by the North Pole, right? In a cave. No, no, wait. She's not by the North Pole. That's, I'm thinking of the unkillable beast. No, she is, she is in Alaska, I think. But either way, you would not have reception being in a, in a cave regardless. You, I lose reception when we drive through a tunnel. Yeah. So. But I'm just I'm just wondering, like, she's been in there for, like, a thousand years. Surely she's had to have some way of taking track of time, unless she's kind of like, you know, where the Fae is like, there is no concept of time. Uh, a day is a minute. Well, she can control I, time, so maybe she's a little more attuned to it. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Our, where did the furniture come from? Where did the furniture come from? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Unless it is all like an illusion magic and actually she's just been shitting in a hole on the floor <laughs> the- pretending it was a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it looks beautiful inside, but it's really just... All in your head. <laughs> yeah, it's all rocks. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well make sure that you post a photo or screenshot of yourself watching or listening to this episode on instagram in your instagram feed not your stories because those only last 24 hours uh, and use the hashtag crave podcast five zero crave podcast 50 that way we can look at them and i should also note that if your profile is set to private uh, we won't be able to see those. So, Aww. yeah, you'll have to make sure that your Deep profile isn't private or we won't see them and you won't get to enter. And we'll be picking a random winner on the 23rd and announcing that winner during our episode on the 24th. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Is that it, Amber? Is that it? Yeah, that is that is it. That it? That that's That's it? All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.